Hello, welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm your host, Dawn, life coach, trainer, podcaster, mother, dog owner. here to try and uh, sort of give you some practical tips, but more than anything, get you thinking. Um, just give you food for thought to perhaps take on little bits of little nuggets that you might try in your life or think about or discuss um, and ponder. Because I often think if we keep doing the same thing, or keep thinking the same way and repeat and repeat, we're only ever going to get the same outcome, much of which is good, some of which uh, there's room for change. And if that's the case, I hope I'm here to facilitate that change. Now, um, it is at the time of recording in between Christmas and New Year here. So I, I really, really hope you had a fantastic Christmas. If you're leaving, listening to this at some other time, just ignore these no- next couple of sentences. I hope you did have a great time. Um, it's often the way we choose to look at it, isn't it? And that's what I'm talking about today, the ABC of psychological freedom. Um, And also, we've got the new year looming. So it was really a a case of how has 2023 been for you on reflection? And how would you like 24 to be like, um, you know, what what would you plan? What would you drive? What would you design? Um, Now, As I've mentioned, I'm talking today about my ABC to psychological freedom. Um, What I mean by that is freedom from our mood, freedom, uh, uh, the choice to uh, choose happiness, the choice to let things go, uh, the choice to be free um, from all of those worries and anxieties that we all get, have, experience. Um, It's really just a choice. I think that's the one thing I would say today is what choices are you making? So let me talk about what I feel is the ABC to psychological freedom, freedom from those worries and those that anxiety, um, that stress, the concern for the future, the worry about the past. and the sense of dread or the sense of guilt or the sense of shame, those negative feelings that you're holding on to that are affecting you, that are affecting your mood and your well-being. Let's look at those. Let's see how we could be free from that resentment, that, that bitterness, that, that un- unhappiness, because it is largely all a choice. Um, we can choose to shake some of that off. So how do I mean by that? Well, the A for me is, or the first step, if you want to do one, two and three, the first step, the A to freeing yourself from those concerns and feelings, that negativity, that toxicity that you may or may not be carrying. Um, Let's try and shake that off for the start of the new year. But if you're listening to this at any other time other than the new year for right now, because this can take effect right now. And there's no time like the present. In fact, there's only time like the present that we can do anything about. So let whatever is affecting you and you're carrying around and it's holding you back, let's choose right now to apply the ABC to it and see if you can free from it, release it, let go. The first step then, the A, is 
awareness first. You have to be aware of what it is you are thinking. Sorry, my printer's just decided to have a mind of its own and do whatever. I don't know what it's doing. Um, so you've got to be aware. What is it that is making you feel this way? What thoughts? What are you saying in, in your head? Now, if you don't know yet, one way is to write it down. Write down every night or every morning when you get five or ten minutes, when you're on the train, when you're having your cup of tea and your, your cornflakes, whatever it is, when you're in the shower, when you're walking the dog or driving to work and sat at the traffic lights, whatever. Just take a moment to go inside your head and, and actually ask, what am I saying to myself? What am I thinking about? What is what is the narrative that I'm running, that I keep running? What have I been dreaming um, maybe lately? What have I been fearing? What have I been um, dwelling on? So actually ask yourself, bring it to your consciousness, bring it to your awareness, because if we can't change what we can't see um, and we have to shine some light on it. So first and foremost, go in there in your head and notice. Notice what the stories are. Notice what the narrative is. Um, because it is just words. It is just a story that you're telling yourself. Um, notice what context you're putting on. What, what bent you're putting on it. What slant you're putting on it. Um, so first and foremost, be aware. Talk it out loud. Say it as you're at the traffic lights in the, in the car or in the shower or on your walk. Say it into your phone, into voice notes. Write it down. Get it out from your head, recorded somewhere on paper or on voice notes or something or to a friend. Actually try to be far more aware. Awareness is half the battle. Um, so once you are much more aware, if there's no other goal for you this this forthcoming year or these next few months, whatever time of year it is, uh, other than to be much more self-aware, that will give you so much benefit be because as we find from the B and the C, you can then make a change if it's not serving you well. So awareness. Also, the A stands for acceptance because if if we try and resist something, if we try and fight it, if we try and avoid it or push it down. I've said before, I think, if you imagine you've got a big, one of those big inflatable balls in the swimming pool on holiday, you know, the big ones that we can play a little bit of water volleyball or something like that, or with the kids or whatever, one of those, they squash down, you deflate them and inflate them, they're easily packed and transported. Uh, so if you had one of those little inflatable um, beach balls and you try and push that down under the water, it's really hard work. You've got to really, really, it's very strong. Um, and the minute you release it, it pops up again. So it's hard work holding it down. It takes real effort and quite straight, a lot of strength. And the minute you let go of that and you release it, it pops straight back up to the surface. So there's no point trying to fight it. So First, you when you find out what it is that you're saying in your head, the narrative and the bent that you're putting on it, it's accepting it for the moment, not fighting it. It's making space for it. I don't mean accept it as fact. I mean, make room for it and do not resist it. Do not try and push it down. Do not try and avoid it. Look at it. Um, sit with it. Notice 
oh, my brain's telling me this. Oh, my brain and my mind is feeding me that. Oh, I'm saying this story. Oh, I'm saying the, I'm I'm going to mess this up. I'm rubbish. I'm a failure. No one's going to love me. I'm an attractive story. Whatever it is, just be aware of it. Notice it. Accept it. It's just your brain feeding you um feeding you a narrative really it isn't a truth and it isn't a fact we all just have crazy crazy thoughts um many varied thoughts uh so don't resist it don't don't try and avoid it just let it be just sit with it it's okay just notice smile um you know see what you're saying see what stories you're selling oh I'm, i'm running this story today or my mind is running this story today, distance yourself from it, um, but don't avoid it. So that's the first stage and spend time on that stage. I know I briefly only described it, but it does need time, Um, ongoing time. It's a, a lifelong project. Be forever aware of what your brain is telling you and forever making room for them without judgment, not accepting them and not judging them saying, oh God, I'm such a fool. I'm such an idiot. Why am I saying that? What am I like? You know, God, I'm, I'm, there's something wrong with me. Don't say any of that. Just, it is what it is. Just make room for it and accept it. Don't judge it. The B stage, when we move into the next stage, um, is notice in that narrative the because. What is the because or where is the blame um, going? So, the, you know, you're running a narrative in your head, you're running a story, which you are now aware of, and you're now just making room for and not judging it, just noticing it. But notice the next part of that story. Um, my mind is telling me constantly that I'm unattractive because... And what is it because? Because I'm fat or because I'm scarred or because I've got uh, um, um, awful hair or whatever it is. What is the because or who is to blame? Is it somebody else? Is it because my mother always, always was a feeder and fed me up and reinforced me with food. That's how she showed um, her affection for us. Or, uh, you know, um, or is it you? Is the blame you because I'm a failure, because I'm this? Who are you blaming or what are you blaming? Uh, you know, where does the blame or the because lie? I'm so stupid, I'll never get a good job. I hate my job. Um, I'm running the I hate my job. I'm stuck in a rut story because... I'm stupid. I didn't do any exams. I have, I've not got a degree. Everybody's cleverer than me. They work harder than me. Uh, I don't deserve promotion. I don't, oh, I, I can't change my job because, um, it's too risky and etc. What is the because? Because the minute we understand what we're putting up as our reasons, as, um, the narrative that we're giving ourselves as to why, why it's happening or what's the root of it and why it continues, we can then move to the C stage. There will be in your narrative a reason 
why you're doing it. What is the reason that you're saying that story? Where has it come from? Who's at the root of it? Are you blaming yourself? Is it all about self-loathing? I don't, I'm not worthy of a relationship because I'm too needy. I'm too insecure. I'm not, I'm not very interesting. I'm boring. I'm da, 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 da. Don't blame. What we have to do then when we move, I want you to record that down as well. Become aware of your becauses, if that's such a, a, a word, or the blame, who is at the root of, it, root of this or what is at the root of it, so that you're fully aware of that as well and shine light on it. That's far more now exposed for you to be able to make some change. Um, so th- we move quickly then into once you've recorded that and you've understood it and you see it, the power of saying it in black and white or the power of hearing it to a friend or a coach or a counsellor can be profound. That's most of the work done. The last and final stage to that is then the C, which is either taking control or changing it or making the right choice. All of them are linked. They're all the C. So we either take control of it, if it's because we're telling ourselves it's because I'm stupid and I haven't got an exam and I haven't got a degree. Okay, you now have a choice. You now either see that narrative as holding you back, self-limiting, not serving you at all. Lots and lots of people failed their exams and their A-levels and they didn't get degrees, etc. that are highly um, successful very, very successful people because it doesn't hold them back. It's We choose to let that self in, uh, self-belief become an ho- uh, obstacle or a hurdle or a barrier to our success. We allow it. We let it crop up. We let it be a fact. It becomes our reality. It's self-fulfilling. Well, we now have a choice because we're now aware of it and we can change and move on from that self-belief and decide, actually, I've just realised ABCD. The D is to decide. What do you want to do about it? Do you want to let that narrative go and see it for what it's worth? It's just a misleading, disempowering story. Or do we actually want to turn that round into action? Do we want to decide, okay, I've believed this for long enough. I've allowed this for long enough to hold me back. I'm now deciding to free myself from that and change my actions um, and move on. Those actions could be to sign up for some courses, to start learning, to start uh, doing some learning online, reading around, researching, uh, doing an apprenticeship, whatever it is, is it to decide once we make that choice and take control and make those changes, we move into uh, those right decisions. So, or if it's we realise that we're not happy, that's the narrative, we're unhappy, life's a bitch, it's miserable, I'm never going to be happy, it's so awful, what's the point, etc. Because I'm in this dead-end relationship with this um, unloving, loveless marriage, etc, etc. That's what you've been saying in your head. So now you have a choice to make change or take control, which is either see the good parts of it 
and see actually why you stay. Well, actually, I stay because I stay because of this and because of that. Well, you can change how you view it or you can choose to take um, action. You decide to get out, move on, make changes, be happy with being single you know, sort accommodation, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is. So if, it, if it's about work, make, you can decide then and make changes or speak up or, or, or go to HR or apply for a change in department or change company or change career totally. If it's finances, uh, you've blamed finance because I haven't got any money, I've never got any money, I can't afford to do X, Y and Z. You can start making changes. What can you do? How can you take control of that? What can you sell? What can you um, reduce outgoings? Where can you cut back, et cetera, et cetera? What can you do? Decide how you want to make those changes. Um, if it's a relationship, what can you do to change it? If it's a friendship and it's dragging you down, what can you do to address it? change it, etc. Or how can you view it differently? Um, just change the context, change your perspective about it. Um, us humans quite often sort of box things off. We're too absolute sometimes in our thinking. Um, you know, an example of that, for example, when I look back at the Christmas did we? So somebody will say, hi, how was your Christmas? We have a choice at that point. How was our Christmas? How do we internalise it? Do we internalise it to ourselves and tell ourselves the story of oh, Christmas was awful. I was alone. didn't have anybody. Uh, you know, I stayed by myself all day, Christmas Day, etc. Do we compartmentalise that view? Uh, and what's that doing for us? Um, or can we look at the grey area? There is always a grey area. Um, it was a bit lonely. I didn't see my family, couldn't see my family this year because of X, Y and Z or I don't have family or whatever it is. However, that, that aside, I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed that. And I did this and I did that. Uh, when I look back on our Christmas, um, it, it was tricky. There were tr tricky parts to it. We, we lost my mother-in-law um, a week before so there was a lot of grief, grieving, um, bereavement going on uh, the week before, which is difficult when you 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 attend functions. And um, for my husband in particular, he's trying to be upbeat and happy. And, you know, we've got the kids to think about. But there was a, you know, the family is also grieving at the same time. Then there feuds, feuds happen, don't they, over Christmas? Something, somebody says something, it's misinterpreted, it goes wrong, and then there's some upset. Um, and that can happen certainly at Christmas time, and, and you know, often let's say there's booze involved, or um, somebody's hypersensitive and somebody's taken the mic, or whatever. That can happen. For us as well, we had um, one of our family members was very poorly, um, so COVID not well uh, that that can affect things certainly do you don't you socialize can you can't you have people around etc they're limited um and it's difficult it's not quite the atmosphere that you're expecting these things happen but do you do you look at the christmas and you write the whole thing off in your memory and think oh god uh, 2023 was a rubbish christmas that was awful and be down in the dumps about it or do we look for the gray area what were the good bits what were that? that was a really good time. I really enjoyed that time. Or well, that was lovely. And this was nice. And that was, and we really enjoyed that. 
whilst we can have the two together, many of us assume when you have tough times, such as bereavement or illness or whatever it is, then it's it's absolute. It's across everything. Um, but if you're going through treatment or you, you've been really poorly and things like that, there are also moments in there of joy, happiness, uh, delight, hope, etc. We're definitely a greyer area than we ever think, but we tend to have very high expectations with things like Christmas or weddings or occasions and do's and family get togethers. We have very high expectations. Often it doesn't live up to that. But if we can sift through, it's almost, it's a bit like the old, when they used to um, search for gold in those old sieves and uh, in the water with the sand and let all the sand and the grit and the rubbish fall out. And then you hope there's a little golden nugget left in that sifting device. It's a bit like that. Sift through whatever it is you're reflecting on. Sift through that your your view of the rubbish job, where are the good bits or the, the awful relationship or the, the terrible Christmas or the disappointing holiday that it all went wrong because you lost your flight or the, there were strikes or the weather or whatever. Sift through and find the good little things, the grey area or the gold nuggets as you're sifting all the dirt out. And because that's so much better for us psychologically if we can find something good in it, in amongst what we often overgeneralize as being quite negative. Um, it's not always completely black and white. We can still have ill health or uh, bereavement or unhappiness or a broken relationship, but be going through that and have times of joy and happiness. It's not exclusive. It's not absolute and black and white or, or um, you know, that kind of restrictive thinking is not helpful. So when you think back about your Christmas or your holiday or your job or whatever, see if you can change the context. Um, even just being aware that you've been saying all the negatives or you'd been um, framing it in that way and blaming those people or that circumstance or whatever, you can reframe it now. You can choose to view it differently to change your view of it and as a result decide to act differently, think differently, um, take different steps, make different decisions. So this A, B, C, D to is the um, steps to psychological freedom because it is often us and the thoughts that we're running, the narrative we're feeding ourselves that is what gives us the negative feelings, the, the mood, the emotions, and therefore, as a result of those, come out negative decisions, um, staying put when we could change, or changing when maybe we didn't need to, whatever it is. Um, so I hope that helps. I really, really hope that helps. We can make decisions at any point. This doesn't have to be a New Year's thing. Um, just decide how you want to be. Another thing that I talk about often, many people write goals for the new year. Goals, nothing wrong with goals. I always say, how do we know where we want to go if we don't know where we're headed? It's helpful to have goals. It's helpful to have measures, something to aim for, um, something to thrive uh, for and put all your efforts towards. Nothing wrong with that. 
What interests me mostly, though, is who we want to be rather than what we want to have and what we want to do. Because who do we want to present as to the world? How do we want to be as a person? Um, So I often think, you know, one of the questions we can ask ourselves is how do we want to behave? So you may write that your goal is to achieve some, um, you know, challenge or raise a certain amount of money or be in a certain role. But how do you want to do that? And I'm not talking about your actions. I'm talking about your values. Do you want what values do you want? Um, So it, it can be that do you want to do it um, boldly, courageously, um, enthusiastically, honestly, creatively, it, with absolute determination or being really fair or um, having fun along the way or uh, with a sense of humour or with a sense of kindness? Do you want to be a great leader? Do you want to do it in a knowledgeable way or a loving way? Um, what kind of friend do you want to be a loving friend, a loyal friend, a supportive friend? You know, who do you want to be? And one way that you can decide on that is to have a look. You can Google lists of core values um, and find so many core values and decide which ones sing to you, which ones talk to you, which ones do you resonate with? Um, either as now, they're your core beliefs now, or core beliefs you'd like to work towards. Um, Is justice important to to you? Is openness? Is being optimistic? Is being at peace? Is being popular? Or um, having a good reputation? Or being a responsible human being? You know, what are all of the things? Who do you want to? and, And therefore, how do you want to achieve your goals. So if you have written some goals or you are working towards some goals, if it's a few months later, or even if you've got goals at work or something that have been jointly um, written at work, how do you want to achieve those in terms of who you are? Um, So that's another useful way because sometimes when things feel wrong or inauthentic or we feel that we're just there's something not quite right. It's often that we're not living true to our what's really important, what's really important in terms of our values. Once we're aligned and living in alignment with those key values, most values talk to us, but there are a few that really, really are important to us. They're non-negotiable. Um, so if we can find out what they are, you can really, really understand Um, what's important to you, what you do need to do, what you need to lose, why it's upset to you, why it's affected you, etc, etc, because you'll understand your values much, much better. Um, So work towards, if nothing else, in, in the months ahead, no matter what time of year it is, if you can have a better understanding of who you are you and what you're blaming or who you're blaming, you then have huge psychological freedom because you now have the choice to change it if you want to and or control what you're saying to yourself if you need to and what decisions you can make as a result. So very straightforward. Um, that's it for today. I hope that's helped you. Um, have a fantastic new year if it's relevant 
or a great week ahead if it's an ordinary time of the year. Just have a look if you would, if you're interested. Um, you may want to know that, in fact, I have a seven-week uh, life skills and confidence workshop uh, already with people signed up on it. So if you would like your teenager, if you've been worried about your teenager, um, the last few weeks, if they're struggling socially, um, if they are, you know, shutting themselves in the room, not themselves not mixing much, not, they've lost their confidence, they've lost their joy, they've lost some friendships, they're struggling at school or college or uni, or they're apprehensive about going back to uni, etc, etc. And there's stuff going on and you would like to give them some practical support where we can look at their self-belief, their self-worth, uh, their social skills, their... Um, ability to take some getting out of their comfort zone, taking risks, some tips on and, and strategies for making friends, for socialising, for overcoming anxiety, for understanding their anxiety and fear, to learn how to stop worrying about what others may or may not think about them. All of those things are over a seven-week uh, programme. Specifically for teenagers, there's also one running for adults. There's less uptake on that one. Um, but if there are enough on that course, then it will go ahead. If not, more of the teenagers, certainly the teenagers are the area that um, seems to be the biggest concern at the moment. So have a look at that. There are other workshops as well. If you are looking for self-development this, this spring, there is stress management, downloadable program. If you want to start 2024 off strong in, in control of your stress, understanding your stress, able to find strategies and practical tips on managing it, then that is the downloadable program for you that you can do at home and repeat at your pace um, for good for, for as many times as you want. That's there. So if you want to start this year with minimal stress, then let's hit the ground running on that one for your health and well-being. If you want to hit the ground running in 24 in terms of your work approach and productivity and address your time management and be a lot more organised, a lot less chaotic, a lot more um, in control, then the time management workshop that's downloadable e-learning as well on the website might be something for you. Um, so there's that. If you would rather work on your confidence and your life skills generally or somebody in your family want to, but you don't want to be on Zoom with other people, you want to do it at your own pace by yourself, there's also an eight module life skills and confidence program for you, well, for 12 year olds up to retirement. Um, that is also a very, very popular option and can be done at any time zone there. It doesn't matter what country you're in, in terms of time zones. Um, so that's on the website. All of them are there. All of them are, are uh, available for you or a loved one. Have a little look. Have a browse round. www.milestone-coaching.co.uk um, and go into the workshops and e-learning tab there. 
Of course, always, always, if you want one-to-one support, um, that's always possible for you or your loved one. Um, And we can schedule something in, just a one-off or a a, a series of them if you want to. You're in the driving seat of that. You're totally, it's up to you. I don't tie anybody into a set number. We just go one at a time. So if one-to-one coaching support is the answer, then just drop me an email through the website and we can go from there and schedule something in. In the meantime, Happy New Year to you. I hope you're all well and stay well and shaken off all these colds and flus and horrible um, winter bugs that are going round. And um, wish you lots of happiness. Take care now and speak to you on the next uh, podcast episode. Thank you for listening to this one. Take care. (music) 